Greetings, RPG fans. Today we are kicking off another installment of the Iron DM competition, brought to you by dndonlinegames.com. The only contest that pits DMs versus DMs in the ultimate battle royale to see who can craft the best RPG adventure. I'm your host, David Robison, though I go by Roby on dndonlinegames.com. Joining me today are two of this year's judges, Chuck and Mike. How about you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us something about yourselves. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, I'm uh, Mike McCarthy. I go by Ronar's Corruption on D&D Online Games. I've been playing D&D for uh, about 15 years now, and I've recently become a published author of Fantasy Adventures, so... Uh, I really enjoy everything, and I enjoy uh, especially the Iron DM competition because you see a lot of really interesting ideas where people have to take random content in a time crunch and, and build with it what they will. I am Chuck. Uh, I was once the Chuck, and now I am Admin Chuck on D&D Online Games. Um, I haven't ever got, been published, though I've written a little bit here and there. Uh, I'm an avid reader and player of uh, various role-playing games and board games. I've been a member of the site for coming up on eight years in January, and uh, it seems like a long time now that I say it like that. <laughs> and uh, I've been playing D&D and various other RPGs since... Uh, 1996 or so. Excellent, excellent. Before we get uh, into the questions, you guys, I'd like to read a statement by uh, the current reigning uh, Iron DM. I had wanted to get an interview with him, but he was apparently unavailable due to, I'm sure, crafting devious schemes to protect his crown. Anyways, he says, I am very excited about this year. The competition looks like it's going to be excellent and I can't wait to see everyone <clears throat> pardon me see what everyone comes up with probably my favorite thing about the Iron DM competition is getting to read the sorts of cool adventures that other contestants create and from the looks of things this year's batch ought to be excellent the judges certainly have their work cut out for them I think good luck to all the contestants and I look forward to competing against you all so the reigning champion thinks that you guys are going to have some tough choices ahead of you. I hope you guys are ready. <laughs> um, from from previous experience, I haven't ever judged INDM before, but I, I spent a lot of time in Snotwad and critiquing people's uh, writing via Snotwad. It's uh, that, that's the school of non-oratory theater. What would Axeman do? Uh, started by our very own Axeman a number of years ago. Uh, Taking somebody's writing, whether it's an adventure or just a post or whatever, and trying to break it down and critique it does take a lot of effort. And if you look at how much time it's taken some of the judges in previous years of IMDM to get their their uh, rulings put up, it, it's it's a bit of work, <laughs> for sure. It is. I, I agree. Oh, I, Go ahead. You can definitely tell uh, that judging is, is probably even more difficult than writing after looking at even just the lengths of the uh, results, because sometimes the the judgments are two or three times longer than the actual entries themselves. Yes. <laughs> From experience, it's rather brutal and exhaustive. Um, yeah. 
the uh, Iron DM comp- competition does have a very rich history that um, I'm actually proud to have been a part of on almost every level from uh, competitor to champion in 2007. And I've judged once, I believe, a year or so later after that. And uh, would you guys care to give a brief history of uh, Iron DM and uh, what it's all about and maybe uh, what inspired it? I believe it was originally uh, Colatine's idea, wasn't it, Mike? Uh, I believe it was, yeah. Uh, I know he was the first one to, to organize and run it. Um, I'm not sure how it came about, except for, you know, there's always been the idea to have site contests between players and whatever. And I think it was it came out came about the same time that the first uh, great player competition got thought of. And was being uh, sort of organized. Slightly, uh, slightly earlier than that. Was it? Okay. Great player competition. Uh, it's existed in a couple of iterations over the years. Yeah, and but, now it's outplay. Yeah, exactly. And Which you were running really well, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I believe the uh, first great player competition started right after Iron DM because everybody enjoyed reading the DM version of it so much that players far more numerous really wanted to uh, show who was the best player as well. <laughs> if I'm not mistaking, this is the uh, the uh, fifth year of the contest? Is that's that correct? Right. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. That's almost, that's well, that is a half a decade that this has been going on. I think it uh, speaks for itself about how important it is to people around the site. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely, absolutely. There, there are, I mean, how many games on this site last five years not not very many for something like this for a competition to, to be run every year for five years is does say something about the popularity of the competition for sure it does say so it says a lot about the people who are organizing it as well the stick to itiveness yes uh, yes um back to some questions um when i was competing in uh, 2007 and 2000 Eight, it was very much an endurance race where you had to be on the site at a specific time in order to get entered. And um, there was very little leeway given to accommodate players as far as uh, time frames go. And maybe that had a lot to do with the fact that we didn't really ask for a better competition schedule or what have you. But how has the competition changed over the years? And what are the officials doing to run it a little differently this year as compared to uh, previous years? biggest thing that we're doing differently this year to previous years is the inclusion of the round zero, which uh, just yes. concluded, where previous years, to enter the competition, it was put your name in and it was randomly drawn, or the first 32 contestants, or, or what have you. Uh, but the inclusion of the round zero this year allowed it so that you didn't compete based purely on luck, or or whether you were on the site at 5.01 on Friday the, the 9th, yeah. whenever it happens to be. Uh, there there have been other smaller changes as well. Uh, I don't recall if we used uh, optional ingredients in the much earlier years. Uh, we did the two years that I competed. It was the... Uh, the uh, well, I think maybe the second year they had, if you could fit these in, it was extra credit. But definitely the first year they just had the... Uh, your solid string that you had to use, and then that was it. See, I don't think I don't think optional ingredients. They they haven't been put out 
in the first round thus far this year. I think it's going to be a later rounds thing to let some of the folks who have won a couple of rounds and gotten their feet wet already have a chance to to stretch themselves a little more. And, and absolutely, Mike, that round the round zero edition is something that I am a big fan of for this year because I was passed over two times previously and to try to compete with this because I didn't get my name rolled. Yeah, well, same I, here. I, I, I try yeah. to compete every year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a great improvement as well. I don't want to make myself seem like a lesser contestant from what I've, from what I've done or what have you, but I don't think that if the, uh, the luck played a huge factor in regards to, to my winning the competition the first year, just being in the right place at the right time. So I was incredibly lucky in that regard. (laughs) Well, I mean, how, however lucky you were to get into the competition, it was not luck that won you the competition. I mean, you can't <laughs> win something like this based on luck alone. You can get in it sometimes, maybe. <laughs> I suppose that's true. Um, now, you guys are judges, and um, as judges, you're strictly hired. Um, you guys can't see this, but I'm using air quotations because you're not hired. You're uh, brought in as uh, volunteers. Um, what about the competition... Uh, makes you want to donate such time and effort, and it is exhaustive, <laughs> the amount of effort you guys have to put into this as judges. Well, personally, I I can see how much people enjoy uh, working in this competition and how much passion and, and effort goes in from the competitor's side. And I know that myself, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very passionate about these sorts of things, and I like to get involved in other projects that people are passionate in. So, in a competition like this, where everybody is is really, uh, you know, really passionate about what they're writing, really creative, really, you know, thoughtfully charged, and and, and everybody's paying very close attention, it's nice to be involved in the project, even if it is as a judge instead of as a comp- as a competitor. Which is why I've been a judge the past several years, even though I haven't been able to compete. Yeah, I am. Um... Like I said earlier, I've spent, I spent a lot of time. I spent like two years uh, being a TA and whatever, a teaching assistant, if you will, and it's not what. And that's, I like, I like helping folks, um, write better on a site like this, like the Indie Online Games, where it is entirely about what you write. That's the only thing that other people have to go on is what you put on that page. Um, Improving yourself and making yourself a better writer and a better DM or a better player, whichever, uh, is, is a big deal and is really key. And I like trying to help folks out like that. So if me judging, uh, these competition, um, will, will make, will get somebody better ideas on how to, how to DM better, how to run a game more appropriately and make, make his players have more fun, then that's a win. Excellent. Um, would you guys mind giving me a little peek inside the inner workings of the High Court of Judges? Um, by explaining maybe what your guidelines are that you use to judge each entry? Is it an, on a case-by-case basis, or is there a, a set that you guys all use? No, every judge has their own style uh, of judging and their own criteria for what they think makes an excellent adventure entry or Iron DM entry. Uh, I mean, all of us judge on writing, and all of us judge on use of ingredients, but everybody looks for other smaller things. I try to look at adventures, especially from the Dungeon Master's point of view, of how easy are these adventures to run? You know, Could somebody pick up one of these adventures from an Iron DM entry? 
and take it to their ta- game table, you know, the next day, for instance. Yeah, the um, the three biggest things for me are writing, because like I said, like I said, that's that's the only thing that we have to go by on this site is our writing, um, playability. How easy is it to play? If you if if you're the DM running this. Does it make sense to the players? Is it something that they could do, or would they, were they going to have to spend a bunch of time wandering around aimlessly waiting for the adventure to happen to them? Um, and then use of the ingredients. Uh, absolutely. Creativity, um, using them in, in new and unusual ways, um, is a big score too. Those are going to be my top three, but they'll probably be broken down a little bit. I don't, I haven't exactly sat down and figured it out. I need to work on that maybe today or tomorrow because I have an entry I need to judge, so. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, as judges, are there any words of encouragement or advice you'd like to give this year's contestants? Go ahead, Mike. Um, I would say the first and most important thing for a competitor to remember is get the structure of the adventures done first. Uh, when you have a list of things you need to include, figure out where you want to go with it before you start writing. Because I've seen some really potentially good adventures fall apart because they change streams mid-adventure because the writer wasn't sure where they wanted to go with it after they started writing. Uh, so I would say probably that would be the best point of uh, point of advice I could give. That's, that is good advice, Mike. I like that. Have, have, a, have a good outline as to where you want to go with the story as opposed to just starting somewhere and meandering around until you end up somewhere else. And then the earlier parts don't make any sense to the end. That's good. I like that. Um, also, have fun. If you're not enjoying what you're writing, if you're not, if you don't like the creative process involved, then it, this certainly isn't the competition for you. Yeah. Um, so definitely, definitely have fun in what you're doing, you know, and, and be prepared to put a lot of effort into writing these adventures. It does take a lot of effort to uh, <laughs> get one of those out in the time. A lot of, um, yeah, this year, this year, um, the first, uh, the first round anyways, is their, uh, Chairman Hugga is, is giving them four, uh, 48 hours instead of 24 hours. I didn't expect that. That was, that was an odd change as well. I don't know. That might change in the later rounds. I'm not sure. Oh man. I only had 24 when I did, when I was a participant. That's, that's what we got. 24 hours. Back on the day, uphill. <laughs> we had to write, write our adventures uphill in the snow both ways. Um, <laughs> um, excellent. Okay. Um, this is the last part of the interview and I wanted to go ahead and ask you guys to take your judges hats off. I'm going to ask you a few questions. So just get out of the, uh, judgy mind frame and, uh, here we go. Um, what is your favorite part about the iron DM competition? For me, it's getting to see all the incredibly clever ways contestants use ingredients. How about you guys? I, I agree with that absolutely I, um, because you never expect where people are going to go I, I remember some uh, from previous years there have been really bizarre ingredients that that I've just absolutely loved how people have twisted them um, but again I'm, I'm going to have to go with how much people care about their entries and uh, making sure that everything is done and right and as a result, we get a lot of really fantastic adventure ideas, uh, or even whole adventures sometimes out of these competitions. I, uh, I definitely like seeing 
uh, the creativity behind what people use with their ingredients. As an outside observer, if I were not a judge or, or a player or a competitor or whatever, and I just kind of stumbled upon this, um, seeing people take like a silver spoon and just go way out in left field with it, um, I, I think that's my favorite part. I'll agree with that. Excellent, excellent. Now the uh, the competition is posted uh, on dndonlinegames.com. It's been hosted there for since its inception. Um, which is the thing that I like most about the website is it's um, very community driven, and it's not really they're willing to step out there and try things like that. The site does like explosive ruins and the outplay competition and uh, things like that. It's it's willingness to innovate is one of the things that I like best about the uh, website. Um, what are your guys' favorite things about the website? My favorite thing is absolutely the people and the community because we have so many great players, so many people who just put their their heart out into what they're writing and have a fantastic time, and everybody supports one another, which is really, I, I find, a little bit rare on the Internet, having a community where... yeah say oh you know i i'm feeling sick i'm not going to be able to post for three days and everyone will be like yeah absolutely get better uh you know i i haven't seen other uh competition or competitions other websites uh out there that that show this level of dedication from one member to another and everybody is just so supportive of one another and i love that about this site yeah that's that's definitely one of one of my favorite things about it it's you know you get people showing up in the uh returning users thread you know somebody that, that hasn't been active in two or three years that was really you know that was really well known when they were active and you'll have 10 people like posting there saying oh hey how you doing everything going okay um or you know like you said if you're if you're out sick or something everybody's really supportive and understanding and and they all know that we all have lives outside of the site and that's i think that's kind of the, the bigger the bigger picture on it everybody realizes that uh Everybody has something else going on too. It's not. It's not all about this. You know, it's not all about the Indian online games. So when something in real life happens, everybody's okay with it because it's guaranteed that at some point, somewhere down the line, or at some point in the past, you had a similar situation or something where you had to miss out on a couple of days or a week or whatever of the site because of something. I concur. This is a very good thing about is the community. Um, <laughs> last question. And uh, this is my fun question that I demand. It's a little off topic, but zombie apocalypse plans. Do you guys have any? If so, what are they? Well, oh, go ahead. I, I don't have any zombie apocalypse plans. I, I, uh, it's fun to think about. It's a neat thought process and thought experiment to uh, to come up with what you would do. But actually having, you know, a, 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 an axe and a shotgun in place and ready to grab if it happens. No, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> Uh, my only priority, if something like that were to happen, is to get somewhere where it's not so damn seasonal. Because I live way up in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the year, you know, if there was an apocalypse, we would be dying in these, you know, without uh, proper knowledge of how to build a real shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. My plan's the exact opposite of yours, actually. Mine's to uh, head north, because... Uh, uh, to my best estimation, zombies will freeze, so I'm just gonna go as far north as I can get, and, uh, hope the zombies actually do freeze. <laughs> well, I think that's it for the, uh, interview, guys. Greetings, listeners. This is Roby with a few post-production notes. 
First off, I'd like to thank Admin Chuck and Ronar's Corruption for participating in the interview. I would also like to extend an apology to Melquire, our current Iron DM. He wasn't given the proper recognition at the front of the show when I read his statement. Um, unfortunately, his name was left off my show notes. Last, I'd like to apologize to all the listeners for the tremendous amount of mouth breathing I was doing during the show. That was something that was unfortunately not caught until post-production. So, uh, I apologize for that. Regardless, I hope you all enjoyed the show.